Hey, I'm glad you uh, showed up to uh, today's podcast recording. Thanks for thanks for showing up, dude. Uh, yeah, right before you hit record, we were like, hey, man, how should we start this and get this thing going? And and I would say that's the dumbest way. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, that's, like a nice, that's a nice segue. That's a nice should segue. Stop and start over? Never. Never stop. Because when you show up, you keep going. You're always going forward. You're going forward. Um, We did the... 9-11 memorial stair climb yesterday at red rocks and yeah. it was really cool epic uh it was yeah it was good and a lot of people were there man it was uh that was uh thousands of people showed up a couple thousand few thousand people <clears throat> really cool but i what i one of the things i really appreciated i appreciated not not only the message but that he acknowledged um the counter what i mean by that is so uh i can't remember exactly who it was it wasn't the it wasn't the chief but it was basically the guy that put on the. Uh, yeah, it was the, it was the uh, lead for the National Firefighters Association, the the National Fallen Firefighters Association. Got it. And so he, one of the things that he said was when he was a uh, young, whatever rank he was, someone he was talking to somebody who was like 15, 20 years in their career, and he asked, "Hey, how does somebody get to your?" Uh, to your position and all that good stuff. And he said, the guy said, um, well, you know, you just, you just show up, you just keep showing up. And what I really appreciated was he said, man, when I, you know, when I analyze that, I'm like, no, man, I don't want people just to show up. I'm like, I want, I want you to show up with your a game. I want you to show up and be completely present. I want you to show up and be like all in. But then he said, you know, as he's grown, matured and, and gotten further in his career, he realized the wisdom of those words of just show up because we don't always just want it. We don't always want to show up, man. Like sometimes, and, and I'll tell you, in today's society, we see a lot of men not showing up, not even showing up. And and just being present doesn't mean showing up, right? Like it, showing up means that you are present, you're there, but but you're also giving everything that you may have in that moment and by showing up you're doing that and when i say men aren't showing up like showing up with a cell phone and like getting lost in uh what's that popular game candy crush or or you know you're you're uh uh binging your your netflix or whatever you're doing like that's not showing up you're not even present in that case so don't 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 mistake don't mistake physical presence with actually being uh being present or showing up but but a lot of times man like you know i i have a desire to do escapist activity like i have a desire to be like oh my gosh my kids are driving me nuts i don't want to go coach football tonight i don't whatever and so i want to do things like the candy crushes and the youtubes and the and that's what makes those things so appealing. It's 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 escapic escapist activity. Like when you're mindlessly sucked into this thing, like you just should acknowledge you're just trying to escape whatever reality that you're currently in, and you're not showing up. But there's also a bunch of consequences to that, right? There's a ton of consequences of men not showing up in their marriages, men not showing up in their homes, not showing up in their businesses, not showing up in their communities, not being leaders. There, there's a ton of consequences to that. And so the wisdom of just showing up. I really, really appreciate. And it resonates with me. It resonates because I'm not always like bringing my A game. You know, I'm not always 
you know, super dad who has tons of patience and, uh, you know, uh, endless amounts of laughter and fun and, and, you know, everybody's having a great time. Like that's not, that's not reality all the time. That's the exception. I would say that's the exception. And most of the time, most of the time it's showing up and really working through being the dad that I want to be, being the husband that I want to be, being the friend that I want to be. Um, it does not, I, for me, I don't want to speak for any other man out there. For me, it does not necessarily come naturally to to just be at the top of my game all the time. Yeah, I mean, you know that that day uh, on nine eleven, you know, he he talked about uh, there's a lot of firefighters and police officers, first responders that that showed up that day and they probably didn't want to, right? They showed up and they saved you know thousands of lives that day because they showed up. And so, um, you know, it's interesting. I was talking to my, my son about it yesterday. So one, my five-year-old, he does jujitsu and he was super tired after school and he fell asleep, you know, in the car on the ride home. And of course, when they do that, they're, they're grumpy when they wake up and they don't want to do anything. And, you know, we had to get dressed for, uh, jujitsu pretty quickly and get turned around and he didn't want to go. And, uh, his, his coach, coach Trey, um, he, he has a rule. He has, he has three rules, uh, for all of his classes in jujitsu rule one, show up rule two, work hard rule three, be kind to people. If you think about that in life, like show up, work hard, be kind to people. You're going to get pretty far. Right. So I was talking to to my son last night, I was like, dude, if you don't show up, like not only are you hurting yourself, you're going to hurt everybody else, you know, there by not showing up because you're, you're an asset, dude. Like you're a gray and white belt now, you know, you're a leader there. You help, you know, the new, the new kids, you know, show them how to do stuff. Um, you know, also you're hurting yourself by not showing up. You're not going to stay committed to it. Um, you, you aren't going to, you know, get, get a, you know, the, the check in your, your card to get to the next stripe. Um, and you're not going to continue to learn and grow and be better by not showing up. Like you got to show up, dude. And he was grumpy about it. And he, uh, you know, he kind of him and hawed, but we got him in the car, we got him there. And I was like, dude, as soon as you get there, like you're, you'll be fine. He got there exactly what happened. Like got in there, showed up, started working hard smile on his face, like turned it all around and he had a great day. Right. And he, and, uh, and I told him afterwards, I was like, Hey man, I'm proud of you for showing up. I'm proud of you for making the decision to show up today. Cause I know you didn't want to, but you did and you're better for it. And you made your team members better for it too. And like, it like lit him up. It was, it was really cool to see, but yeah, I mean, That's awesome. We don't always want to show up, man. We don't always want to show up, but but making the decision to show up has a major impact on a lot of areas. Yeah, and I think we live in a culture right now too that's very, um, in large part, is very uh, selfish, and we're focused on our own comfort. You know, you look at like marriages. Why do marriages, you know, over half of marriages fail, and sometimes I'm not saying every time there's things that, that, that 
go into that, but, but I would say most of the time, a lot of it's just not showing up, right? It's a lot of it is like, well, it's just easier to get a divorce. Well, why is that? Because it's easier to not show up. It's easier to get a divorce. It's easier to not to work through things. It's easier not to talk about stuff. It's easier not to have conflict. And then that's why, you know, it's 60% divorce rate. And then second marriages, guess what? People leave a marriage thinking it's going to be better. And then it goes up to like 70, 75%. And then third marriages are even higher, 80%. And, and it's because we we just almost like don't learn. And in sports, it's it's really interesting because I'm coaching football now. And dude, I, I cannot get all the kids to practice at all. Like there, there's not a day where every kid shows up to practice. And it's funny because it's it's the parents allowing the kids to drive that train. Oh, so-and-so, little Timmy has a tummy ache. and But yet they're at practice the next day and they're just fine. And I'm not suggesting that they're faking or whatever, but I, dude, I know I have kids. I have three kids. I know how much they complain. And I know, I know how easy it is to let them out of their obligation. Shoot, Jake on, on the way to the game, uh, Jake, he loves his friends. He's a, he's a very dedicated friend. And so one of his buddies is having a birthday party and he didn't want to be late to the birthday party. So he's like, Hey dad, he does like this exploratory thing. He's like, Hey dad, uh, you know, Sean's birthday starts at five. Our game starts at three. Our games have been going over two hours. Uh, and I knew exactly where this was going. Right. I knew exactly where this was going. And ultimately we got to the point and he's like, basically kind of leave it at halftime. <laughs> I'm like, dude, it's a football game. Like your team relies on you. And and I and I tried to use it as a learning point, like not just a bashing, but I was like, okay, so who's going to play right tackle? Like who's going to play the outside linebacker and who's going to make up for the sacks that you're going to get this game? And who's going to do all that stuff? If we even have enough players to field, you know, because we don't may not have enough players, like who's going to do all that? And he's like, well, will you be disappointed in me, dad? And I'm like, well, I'll be disappointed not in you. I'll be disappointed in the decisions that you're making if you leave at halftime. Besides, I don't really know how logistically you're going to leave the game at halftime. I'm your dad. And I'm <laughs> yeah. head coach. How are you going to get to that birthday like, party? How are you going to go? Like, this is the, so, so, and, and, As a and I finally was like, hey, dude, like, no, you're not leaving the game. Like, I'm telling you, you're, you're committed to this. But as we talk through it, it, it just, you know, you see, uh, we made a rule. I made a rule with Maya. Um, and it stopped a lot of the complaints, but I was like, look, and she, this is years ago. She is an absolutely dedicated, fanatical soccer player now. Right. Yeah. Um, and Noah is similar. He cries when there's no soccer practice or games. I'm like, wow, do you, okay. But, um, but Maya used to be the whining kid, the same as all these kids. Right. And I said, here's the deal. We're never going to have this conversation again. Here's your options. You, you, this is what's going to, you're going to go to practice. You're going to stop this crying. You're going to stop complaining about this or, you, I'm going to take you to practice. You are going to go tell your coach why you're quitting. You're going to do it. I'm not going to do it for you. You're going to go tell your coach that you're quitting and why you're going to quit. And then you are going to work until you make the, the money to pay me back. Those are the only options. There's two options. Those are the two. And I'm not saying I'm a great parent. I'm not saying I'm whatever, but I will, but I will say that I gave my kid two options and she clearly took the one and like, we never talked about it again, quite frankly. And I just wish more parents would be engaged to not let their kids quit. Dude, the easiest thing to do after you quit is what? Quit. Yeah. Every time you quit, it becomes easier and easier to quit and quit and quit. And, and parents should recognize that. They should be like, you're committed to going to practice. Your team relies on you. But 
we have become so self-centered that we don't think about the impact on everybody else when I don't show up. So there's also a tough side of, it's not just for yourself. Yeah, I don't feel like working out today. You get your butt out of bed, dude, and go get in the gym and work out. It's good for you. You're gonna, you're not gonna regret it. It's gonna be great. But the more times you quit on doing that, the more likely it is you're never gonna do it. Well, when other people have something on the line when they're relying on you, man, that, that just compounds the entire thing. And to not learn that at an early age, I would just rather you quit football or never sign up than don't show up to half the practices. It doesn't make sense. It's very hard for the rest of the team to move on. You know, And the, the crazy part about it that I'm telling these kids is, look, I have to play you. I'm obligated by league rules to give you your 15 plays. You don't show up to practice. You'll get your 15 plays and then you won't play anymore. And that's, you may not care. When you get to high school, that all goes away, buddy. Like when you yeah. get to high school, I'm not telling this to 10 year old, but, but we, we frame it differently. But when you get to high school, you have literally played all these years in little league expecting to play, dude, you're going to be your butts on the bench or your cut. And, and how do you handle that? You've never faced the adversity of showing up to practice with the tummy ache, with the tum tum ache. And now you're cut from something that you think you love and you're never going to play. We, we have an obligation to not only show up, but part of showing up as a dad is being like, or a parent is being like, Hey, no, you're going today. That's showing up too, because now you're modeling, you're showing your kid how to show up and that's going to benefit for the rest of your life. Well, it's, it's also showing up for your spouse, right. And, and showing up, um, you know, and, putting the phone away at dinner time and showing up by coming home and not working late hours because it's easier to just to stay at work than to have to come home and deal with, you know, the kids chaos and the crying and the whining, um, show up and have the hard conversations show up and, you know, be there for a friend, um, show up and, um, call somebody out when they need calling out. Uh, you know, there's, there's so many ways that we can show up as men, um, that a lot of us aren't doing. And, you know, again, nine 11, those firefighters showed up and they saved thousands of lives because they showed up. It's like, how can we show up to be better, to be different, take uncommon action? Lots of ways. I'll give you one. September 27th through 29. Oh, yeah. Show up to the retreat. Show up. Be committed to growth. Be committed to being better. Right. Be committed to putting an investment in time and treasure into the man that you want to become. And surrounding yourself with a bunch of dudes. You know, that, that's the, that's one of my favorite parts of the mastermind of these retreats. Surround yourself by a bu- with a bunch of dudes that you admire who aren't going to let you like, it just doesn't fly, dude. It just doesn't fly. If you show up and you're like, Hey, I'm, I'm the coolest guy. I'm top guy, whatever. And, uh, you know, women are blah, my kid, but dude, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? What is your responsibility in all that? You're not the top dog because you, because you're not showing up enough to even talk in a positive way about these people. Like everything you do is challenged when you're in a group like this, right? Like I'm very cautious of my words, I think before I speak now, because you're in a group that's going to hold you to a higher standard. And I love that, dude. I love that. The, the, the growth has been um, exponential for me. 
and the the benefits and the gifts have been hearing my kids talk about kinetic men. I'm like, dude, this is so cool. This is so cool that they're picking up on men wanting to be different and show up. And now it's a challenge, right? It's a challenge. I'll tell you one thing just to, to, to not belabor it, but, um, something that happened just recently, um, uh, you, Matt Heron and I went up to do some volunteer work at, uh, Rocky mountain village where we're doing our retreat we were cutting wood and, and, and Matt sliced off a, a piece of wood to give to us. Right. And I, I had that little slice of wood, um, kind of down downstairs and my son asked if, if he could borrow it. And he asked if, if he could write his name on it. And I was like, yeah, sure. And he took it and then he wrote dad, he's five. He wrote dad and he drew three mountains, uh, kind of like our kinetic man, uh, logo. And he gave this back and he gave it back to me. And he's like, he's like, this is for you, dad. And like, dude, it like, Dude, that's warm, awesome. Warm my heart up, but that's awesome. But you know, not not to like toot our own horn here, but like we've made a commitment to like show up for our kids, show up differently, show up better, show up uh, and be present. And I I'm seeing just like little things like that, right? Like just little things like him, you know, giving me that. He made a, a bookmark the other day that said "Dad" with a big heart on it to give me because he noticed I didn't have a bookmark for my for my book. It's just like little things like that, man. It just, it makes a huge difference when you show up differently and you show up to be present. Um, so yeah, men show up to our retreat, September 27 to 29. You can go to the Um, There's a few slots left. Come do it. Come hang out with us. Goody gives bear hugs. Lovely 20 second hugs. Hey, be different. Be better. Let's show up. See you. See you.